Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I'm sitting backstage in the Commodore Ballroom with two members of Local Natives. I'm going to get each of you to introduce yourself. I'm Taylor Rice. But Taylor, what do you do in the band? <laughs> I'm Taylor Rice, and in the band, I sing and I play guitar. And I'm Kelsey Ayer, and I sing and play keyboards. This is the first date of the Spiral Choir Tour. I love it when bands decide to give their tour an individual name and they don't call it the album name. Spiral Choir Tour, why don't we start off with you explaining what that is. So we've never done this before, but we also love it when people name their tours. So we thought we'd, we'd give it a shot. And this, uh, this name came from, actually was like a failed album name. And uh, it came from our experience making the record Violet Street with our producer, Sean Everett. And this just kind of like crazy moment in the studio, you know, it's 3 a.m. late nights and we were, we had this microphone set up and we we're all running around it in the circle and screaming and banging on things as you do to make records sometimes. And we, it just sort of, we really got carried away with it and it, it kind of like got a little manic and crazy and we're all like in a pile on the floor kind of laughing at the end. And then Sean and we end up turning it into the super beautiful serene chord that's in the background of the first song on the album. And so it was this like super chaotic moment that turned into something really beautiful. And we just had such a great time making this record. It was like the perfect embodiment of what it felt like to kind of be in the studio together. Nice, you told that really well. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah, no as do I. Yeah, he represents me, so yeah. yeah. He's gotta you, represent well. Would you like to add to the story? No, no, uh, uh, I think he, he, he said it very gracefully, very um, eloquently with lots of vivid detail. Um, I am a fan of his, of the way he spins his yarns. I think it's time to hear a song. I'm gonna play When Am I Gonna Lose You, which is off your latest record, Violet Street. So how about you guys imagine with me for a second that some people have never heard of local natives ever before. How about, Kelsey, you prepare them to hear the song? Um, sit back, relax. Grab a drink of your choice and get ready for it all.
your turn to talk about this song. Um, this song took the longest of any song to make. Why is that, Tay? Why is that? It, it was my fault. Uh, <laughs> we had about 37 or 38 versions of the song by the end of it, and I, I sort of got a little obsessed and, and went crazy with it, but this one was just very important to me. We, we actually have three songwriters in the band and three singers, and we're super collaborative and democratic, but um, we all bring different songs to the table, and this one was one of mine, and it really enveloped um, the last couple of years for me in this kind of epic journey that I was on with with my relationship, and um, I just felt that it needed to be perfect, <laughs> to, uh, much to Kelsey and some of the other guys' frustration at moments, but they really stuck with me. They stuck by it, and... I actually prefer uh, version number 21. Um, so I don't know if anyone will hear that ever. We'll see. It's still early days. How dare you? <laughs> so I've read a little bit about this song, and I've heard that it's about your wife, Taylor. I wanted to ask you, how does your wife feel about this song after hearing it? <laughs> we listened to it version 35, so it was almost done <laughs> um, for the first time, like, uh, driving up to our wedding, which was in Big Sur, where the song takes place and was also a, a part of our relationship and our story. But we got married in, in Big Sur last year, and we listened to it um, driving up uh, the the one there. Do you know Do you know about Big Sur, the one? Do you know about these things? I've read about it, but I haven't experienced it, so why don't you paint us a picture? <laughs> okay. Um, Big Sur is in kind of like... Uh, s- somewhere, what do, do you call it? Central California. I think it would no. it would it would count as more northern California. Okay, it's it's on the coast, um, just south of San Francisco, north of Los Angeles, by about six hours, and it's very beautiful. Um, there are huge, like very ancient redwood trees that are hundreds of feet tall and a thousand years old, and there's the ocean and there's cliffs. Um, it's just a really special place. It's really famous in a lot of books. I feel like it's like in literary circles or... Henry you know, Miller. Henry Miller, yeah. yeah. Henry Miller has his library there, the Henry Miller Library. You've heard of this? For people who don't know, who is Henry Miller? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually a bit of a misogynistic author, actually, but yeah. uh, he did write some good stuff, too. Um, I'm going to jump in and say that he wrote a lot of erotic novels and is probably famous for that yeah he wrote some it's about right yeah that feels good Mm -hmm. that feels correct Mm -hmm. 
What was the question? The question was, <laughs> you're driving up this beautiful highway road. You just played your wife this song oh, right. about your relationship, and she reacts by doing or saying... By marrying me. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, she, I, I think... She, yeah, she's she's on board. <laughs> she's yeah. on board with it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny thing, like because we all have significant others, and and we write from our personal lives, so they will find their way into songs of ours. And but I mean, I I think if they wouldn't, if they had like any big monumental problems with that, we probably wouldn't be with them. So. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say we probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I would not be with Mel if oh. uh, she wasn't cool with me being able to write about us. Cool. Yeah. Let's send this to Mel right after this. I'll tell. I'll text her. <laughs> I'll text her right now and tell her what I said. She'd be like, "Yeah, it's probably right." All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. She doesn't like it when I say her name, so I don't say her name in the songs. I feel like there's that's that line. I can be reasonable. I'm, a, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool. I'm a good husband. Well, that's great to hear. So why don't we listen to another song? I'm going to play Megaton Mile off the new record. Who wants to talk about this before we hear it? Uh, Megaton Mile is in a, I would say, uh, imagine a party at the end of the world. Um, And this is kind of what the song is supposed to evoke. your host you just heard the track megaton mile off the record violet street by the band local natives kelsey talked about it before we heard it now it's taylor's turn uh megaton mile is just a really fun song about the apocalypse and uh this one was super fun 
for us to make. We got varied Brian Eno in the studio with it. Um, we kind of copied some Talking Heads production techniques. For those who don't know, describe those two musicians in a sentence. Uh, Brian Eno is a world famous, renowned produ music producer who's produced uh, uh, giant albums from Talking Heads to U2 to David Bowie. And he had this technique where he would run a huge loop of tape like around a room and then play the instruments on the tape on faders so that you're not actually playing instruments, you're playing the faders, which are playing the instruments, which are like loops of music. It's really crazy. It's really fun, uh, and uh, I, I mean, it, if you're looking for the kind of sound that it makes, uh, Once in a Lifetime is a good example of that technique. That was kind of a big influence for the song. I was just laughing. It's funny to, to try and describe um, studio techniques that are hard to understand yeah. when you're in the studio on like an audio podcast. <laughs> it can be, it can be difficult. It's but just take his word for it. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You guys are doing a great job of explaining things. I appreciate it. In the background, you guys might hear some weird noises. That is the opening act tonight doing their sound check. How about you talk a little bit about these guys? Middle Kids are from Australia. We haven't met yet. It is the first day of tour, um, but we are fans of theirs. And um, I do know some people that know them. I've been assured that they're just a bunch of sweethearts. And we're really excited. We're taking them on this entire North American tour. Yeah, I would say stereotypes are, are bad. Like, right, right? But I do find that most Australians and Canadians that I meet are really Whoa. nice. So I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know what you do with really good stereotypes. Whoa, man. You're very nice. That's a bridge too far. I'm kidding. <laughs> you guys have been on a lot of tours over your career where you've been the opening act. Can you tell me about a strange first meeting of a band you were opening for actually we were just walking by uh what's the name of that venue we played with the national uh orpheum maybe Something? perhaps yeah. uh orpheum yes and that was uh the first time touring with the national you wanted this to be strange it was more like very lovely we met um Everybody in the band there was super nice, and we met Aaron there, who ended up producing our second record, who writes the songs and records a lot of their music. Um, but that that was memorable, and I was just thinking about that two hours ago. I'm trying to think of a weird time, though. Hmm. I mean, there's definitely a hierarchy to where, like, you know, you have the the headline band, and you have their tour manager, and and our tour manager has to like obey their tour manager but our tour manager has to obey us <laughs> it's like game of thrones for bands no I, I don't i'm trying to think of any of anything truly truly weird and um like we there are only stories that we could never tell <laughs> like you you've asked a question which is not possible to answer appropriately in any way unfortunately <laughs> Fair. All right, I'll let you guys off the hook. Let's listen to another song. I think what I'll do now is I'll play a song off your very first record, Gorilla Manor. I'm going to play Wide Eyes. It's one of my favorite songs. So how about you give me a quick intro to this song? That is also a song that Ryan wrote, um, and it almost didn't make Gorilla Manor. That was part of three songs that we recorded um, 
right before we kind of wrapped things up because we had most Gorilla Manor recorded for like a year and then thought it felt like it needed a couple more tracks and Wide Eyes was one of them. Awesome evil spirit, awesome evil this way show this is scott wood your host you just heard the track wide eyes off the debut record of a band called local natives that record is called gorilla manor taylor how would you like to talk a bit about this song man wide eyes is yeah one of our oldest songs now um i don't know what should i say about wide eyes do you guys still play it every night every every single night i think there's only a handful of gorilla manor songs that are still played so it's funny that like our relationship to the song is is really different. I think it's a little bit different live than what it is on the record. Um, whenever I hear it, which is very rare, um, like being played, it sounds very strange to me. Yeah, I think I think it being your first record, there. I mean, now we're ten years out, and we there's a lot of things we don't feel like have held up as well. But Wide Eyes, I think, has. For, for us, which is is uh, it's great it's a great thing where when you don't cringe playing a song. So there's a couple songs that I cringe at that we don't play, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> we, luck- we luckily cut. There are like a few songs that did not make Gorilla Manor that were pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> What's one song that you've cut that you're happy you cut? Oh, uh, the crystal your crystal ball song was. Not your best, not your finest hour. <laughs> there's, there's a song called Crystal Ball that... Uh, but hey, we, fi- we figured out, don't put that out. We, f- we figured <laughs> yeah. it out. We figured that out before we put anything out, yeah. We're young, we're young, but we figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gorilla Manor was actually, the album Gorilla Manor was actually named after the communal house that the whole band lived in. Presumably now, because you guys have wives, families, etc., etc., you guys don't live together anymore, but for the tour you will be temporarily. So I thought you could go back in time and talk about one annoying habit the other one had in that group house. Kelsey and I lived together in Gorilla Manor in that uh, house that we had together in this tiny converted garage room, and our mattresses were on, just on the floor. And we were both, it was, you were so filthy and messy, but I was worse. <laughs> like, I like how you set that up. Nice. It was, yeah. it was just like so brutal. 
<laughs> it was so terrible and brutal, but that yeah, now. I now remember. Uh, I remember Taylor had a, a cereal bowl with cereal in it, and uh, it went like one week, and he didn't clean it. I was like, I wonder how long it'll take, and it was like months, and it grew mold in the bowl. That wasn't what the hell? That wasn't. That was not months. That was maybe a week. However long it took to grow mold. Mold can grow fast, my friend. <laughs> You're mold expert. It was actually a science experiment he was conducting. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Uh, you know. These UCLA grads, they're so smart, you know? And then it just, it just goes right over my head. You know, I'm just this dumb idiot uh, from. <laughs> Come on, you gotta save him now. No, save me. No, man, you went you went to UCLA for one quarter. You're good. I, I did. I went, I went to UCLA for a quarter, and then uh, we started doing well in the band, and then I quit. And my mom kept being like, uh, even, even when we were playing like a, we played like a Tonight Show, we played like, Craig Ferguson, some some somebody in the U.S. He's not on there anymore. But uh, my mom still would be like, Kelsey, you have to go back to college. She was Colombian, so I had to do her accent. So that happened where she kept hounding me to go back to college, kept being like, no, mom, it's going really well. And then finally, when Urban Outfitters started playing us in their stores, she was like, Kelsey, I heard of, I, a friend told me they heard you in the Urban Outfitters. You are doing so great. I am so proud of you. <laughs> so, so that was sweet. the thing that uh, that sent her over the edge and got her support. That's very sweet. Yeah. That is so sweet. Last question. You guys got to go. You've got to meet your opening act. You've got to get ready for the show, have dinner, all that stuff. So before you go on stage, you guys used to do yoga to relax, or some of you did. Does that still happen? Who did yoga? I wonder if that was Ryan. Um, I mean, we do, we do we do a little bit of stretching before, no. probably. No. Yeah. Who's stretching and doing yoga? Well, I mean, I'm, I, I do yoga outside of this. That's not, I actually, that's not what he said. I know, but I don't know how to answer because I don't remember anyone doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so then before you go on stage, what is it? Is it a huddle situation, a poem recantation? What happens? We um, do have a huddle that yeah. we do um, with a small ritual. And usually we change it up every tour, but as this is the beginning of the tour, we don't know what the variation will be this time. But it usually includes us huddled together, taking a deep breath together, and then usually making a weird noise in a circle. That's, yeah, and, and then I don't know what we're gonna add this time. Kelsey, can you tell me a past weird noise? Oh, um, I'm already worried that you gave away too much. So I don't think I can say the weird noises that we make. I think it's got to stay locked in the vault. This is the one thing that you're going to be super secretive yeah, about. Yeah, I'm not secretive about anything else. But, well, I, I you know, I think that's got to stay okay, in the vault. What, Some things just got to stay secret. Should we tell Nick's sound? I, it's, I literally just said we got to keep the sounds in the vault. Oh, all of them. All of them. All right. All right. I... I know that now each of you does a secret weird sound, so that's enough for yeah, now. I wonder what it is. You have to, yeah, that's the, that's the, the legacy, the, the legend will spread. What sounds are they making? I'm imagining them now in my head. So guys, Taylor, Kelsey, thank you very much for spending some time with me tonight. I do appreciate it. At the end of the show, I let the guest pick one of their own songs and they have to explain why they chose it. What I generally suggest is that you pick a song on the new record that may not get radio play, but you want people to appreciate in the way that you appreciate it. Ooh, 
Okay, wait. Who's gonna pick it? I think we should rock, paper, scissors. I think I should pick it. What? <laughs> Why? Okay, right. you owe me one. Let's you go, owe me go, one. Let's go. All right, all right. Best out Straight of one. Up. Best out of one. Straight up? Yeah. No, no shoot. Whatever, right? I know. Okay, okay. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. I got you. Ah, I was paper. He was uh, scissors. <laughs> Good, they excellent. See, they can't see this. Yeah, but they would have figured it out just when I started speaking because I won. <laughs> you don't need to narrate every little thing that happens. Oh, don't I though? For it's the podcast? a podcast. I would really appreciate you narrating everything that happens. Hey, look who knows how to do a podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to choose um, to play Shy. And I'm going to choose that song because it is one of my favorites. And early on, the band was was behind releasing it as an early single, and then everybody abandoned me and jumped ship on that idea. <laughs> so um, I would like to give it a little love, and then also we're um, figuring out how to play it live just now, kind of over and over in soundcheck, and I'm I'm excited to get it to get it out there live. Yeah, be the first time we play it live tonight. Exciting, guys! Thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much.
gonna cut this out and oh. stuff. Yeah, he's, he's gonna cut this up, man. He's stopping and starting. Okay. Hi, this is Taylor and Kelsey. We're in a band called Local Natives. And you're listening to The Interview Show. With Scott Wood. All right, do it again. <laughs> Outtakes are gonna be good. Okay. Hi, this is Taylor and Kelsey, and we're in a band called Local Natives. And you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.